step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, Pastor. Yes, how are you? Hi, how are you? I think I need to redo my intro. I have muted out. So I want to welcome everyone to the um, Digital Drummer. We are on a Digital Drummer today, and this is Jim Newsom with the official broadcast of the official radio show for the Urban Tech Fair, and I'm co-host Jacqueline Taylor-Adams. Today we have Protecting Innocence Campaign and Shekinah Ranch Foundation founder, Pastor Donovan Larkins, beating our drum. He'll be sharing the tech of agriculture, aquaculture, and renewable energy. If you'd like to call in, that call-in number is 646-716-7994. Again, if you'd like to call in, the call-in number is 646-716-7994. And you may also join the conversation in our chat room. Our chat room is interactive, live, and it is now open. So, again, I say welcome, Pastor Larkins. How are you today, sir? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So we'll just start it off. You know, the world wants to know who is Pastor Donovan Larkins, the man? And then share with us your claim to fame. <laughs> well, I don't know how much a claim to fame is. We're just uh, doing great things, and we're just in the, it's a work in progress. Uh, you know, Donovan Larkins, I've been a pastor for 38 years, and, um, you know, I'm just really excited about the work that we're doing. We, we have a, uh, we started a youth outreach uh, some years ago, and it's turning into a very innovative project in that we're reaching youth, teaching them values. We are an outreach of a church, a non-denominational church that uh, was, was brought into existence in 1984. So, of course, you're asking me about me. I normally just talk about the work, but uh, I am who the work is, you know. Uh, it's it's it, it it was uh, brought into existence through prayer and through a band of very dedicated uh, believers that work alongside with me and our church members. So uh, we're excited that God chose to put his hand on us to do this kind of work. That's great. That is great. 
So um, right before we continue on, I just real quickly want to um, state that we opened up the show with Polymath by Anthony Stewart, and you can find this. Go over to bandcamp.com and look for a digital um, visual music. Visual music is the album by Anthony Stewart, and that piece was called Polymath. Now, Reverend Larkins, um, we said today you're going to be talking with us about the tech of agriculture, aquaculture, and renewable energy. So we're going to just start with understanding everything and understanding the terminology so we're all on the same page. Okay. Now, in this day and age, is how relevant is agriculture? Well, agriculture, as everything else, is changing. Uh, the average farmer, when we think about agriculture, most people think about field crops, which is corn and soybean or whatever is relevant in that part of the country, but the average farmer is right in their mid-60s. So okay. years ago there used, used to be an organization, I think it still exists, called FFA, Future Farmers of America. Mm-hmm. But we begin to see that some of those students that was in FFA, they, they ended up not being farmers. So farming is changing. Uh, the food demand on food is higher than ever. Uh, Of course, we know that commercialized farming has contaminated our food, so what's come on the scene now is urban farming. And uh, it seems like people are starting to be more concerned and more careful about the quality of food that is consumed. And that's where organizations like ours come in. Uh, So, uh, uh, agriculture is very relevant because can't exist without food. Okay. Now, I'll take notes as well as I listen. Okay. Now, um, when you say urban farming, you know, and this is just for our audience to make sure everyone understands, can you explain that term to us, urban farming? What does that mean? So urban farming is meaning that now instead of uh, farming being uh, exclusive to rural areas uh, or in the country, quote, unquote, uh, Mm -hmm. people are now learning that they can uh, grow food and farm in their backyards or in city lots or on rooftops or in barns or in their garage or so forth. Right now we work with, we help a guy here in Ohio who has an aquaculture operation in his garage and in his home. Uh, Of course, he's from Puerto Rico. He comes from a different culture. But uh, people are starting to see that uh, not only growing food, but they can create a business model where they can also grow food in their backyards and make money. Okay, great. All righty. So well, we do have an understanding what urban farming is. So um, so now bring us into, um, because you say on the ranch and things, you got to give everyone, you know, the whole audience, because, you know, it's global, you have a global audience here. So bring us all in when you say on the ranch, um, where do you do your farming? You know, how do you do it? How does it impact your work you do with youth? I mean, um, bring us all into that. How did you come about even doing urban farming, and where does it manifest well, and how? We're we're not considered an urban farm in that we we're in the in the rural area of uh, okay. Dayton, Ohio, which is a area called Jefferson Township, Ohio. And we okay. have and when you say we are, when when you say we are, um, is that your church or what? When you say we are, well, yes, it's the outreach of our church, which is Spirit of Life Christian Center, and we, okay. meaning the group of people that I pastor, we took on this project that we wanted to impact youth because we saw a lot of drug dealing and drug deals gone bad. We saw gang violence. And we said we had to do something. So I come out of an athletic background, and so we first started with uh, uh, traditional sports basketball programs, and it just did not 
fit for me because sometimes I feel like our youth, our urban youth are over inundated with sports and everybody thinks they're going to go professional. And mm-hmm. there's only a half a percent of people that play sports in, you know, uh, even college ranks that even go professional. So we said, mm-hmm. no, we didn't want to do it. We had uh, Metal Art Lemon in and we had a program and then we had Michael Jordan's mother in and we had a program, but it just didn't really fit for me. So we started looking. I had already been uh, buying horses and selling horses as a pastime, uh, a side hobby. And we started taking youth from our community out to the boarding stables, and we saw how their eyes lit up. So we this is a long story made short. We ended up uh, now on 150 acres, which we're purchasing. And okay. we have a number, we have a diversified agriculture program where we teach character development and leadership training. And it's amazing because the young people come there, sometimes at first they don't like it because it's new to them. And then eventually mm-hmm. they fall in love with it and they don't want to leave. So it, we found our niche and we found out uh, how we can develop character and leadership skills in them what we call by what we call parallel and illustrative learning in that the skills that they have to practice to be around horses or be around environmental education we can parallel those same skills to where they can learn to utilize the skills that they have to use in the classroom at home being obedient to their parents and basically having values to know that there's absolutes in life. There are things that are right. There are things that are wrong. You need to learn to say yes to what's right and no to what's wrong and not be influenced by peer pressure. All right. So, um, Pastor Larkin, so the name of it, which, you know, you know, I know, but everybody may not realize, is Shekinah Ranch, right? Yes. Okay, and, Shekinah and she, Ranch. She, Shekinah is, uh, is Hebrew for the glory of God. Okay. And so we we are a faith-based organization, uh, you know, and we when we have our programs, we have Bible study. Uh, we're teaching them uh, godly values and godly principles, and that goes along with that. That's a thread that goes through everything that we do. Okay, great. Now, um, so what then, um, when we get into agriculture and technology and aquaculture and renewable energy, um, could you just, you know, explain to us, you know, how does it work? Is it, you know, you just, I mean, are you just putting some seeds and some dirt and some waters and, and flowers grow? Or is, you know, is there technology, um, you know, special processes that go with it? Um so, you know, just explain to, to us that. Well, first of all, we, we have, let me lay it out to you. Of course, amongst the 50 acres, 85% of our land is forestry. So, okay. uh, and I'm going to talk to you about how we diverse, we, we have a diversified agriculture program. So we have 85% ag, uh, forestry, which that comes into our forest management with wildlife, and then we also do maple syrup production. Okay. Uh, then we have 20 acres of tillable soil where we grow vegetables, and we grow vegetables in such a way that we use no pesticides, no chemical fertilizers, or any hormones for enhancement. Uh, okay. So our vegetables are clean, uh, we we learn and we teach others that you do not have to use uh, uh, traditional pesticides in order to grow food. You have to do something because bugs will eat you out of house and home. But mm-hmm. simply those items that's on their organic list for uh, pest control, one of them is Dawn dishwashing liquid. And wow. you know, there's a whole list of things that, uh, prevent bugs from eating your food. Look, 
the the bottom okay. the problem with pesticides is it's a nerve agent, and when we can okay. whatever we put on our plants, we're feeding into our bodies, and we can really uh, we've seen evidence where people stop feeding pesticides and chemicals in their body, their health gets better. Okay, so mm-hmm. then you have yeah. your your tillable piece. Mm-hmm. Then what we do also is aquaculture, which is growing fish, and we use recirculation aquaculture because we grow tilapia and catfish, and we grow those indoors, in indoor systems. But we take the water that we feed the fish, and then the nutrients in the water actually provides nutrients for the plant growth. And okay. it's, it's really something that you would have to experience because uh, it ends up, we, we can tell that the flavor of food grown in, in aquaponics is better than what you grow in the ground. In fact, we've okay. taken herbs, herbs that we've grown in aquaponics to restaurants and they're blown away because of how potent those herbs are. So that kind of gives you a little snapshot. Uh, we have videos that people can access online at, by just going to our YouTube site at the THA, The Answer, Donovan Larkins, and uh, they can see a lot of videos because we have equine, we have horses. What we do with our horses, every Every component that we put together at Shekinah Ranch is a value-added program. And what that means is you have more than one use wrapped around that program. For instance, we have 20 head of horses, okay? And so we feed the horses, and, the, of course, they they uh, they eliminate. And their elimination, which is manure and urine, we all clean those stalls, and those, and that, and that has been used as our compost program, which creates heat. And okay. the composting part of the horse manure ends up a value-added program because it produces, and it's and it's as it's posting, it produces 140 to 160 degrees. Okay. And so we designed a boiler system that will extract the heat, heat the water, and this is a program that we have going on with USDA. And in turn, uh, we we integrated uh, geothermal and uh, and wood as a backup system, and that will be what's heating our water for our tilapia to thrive in these Ohio winters. Okay. Alrighty. So, so that's your renewable energy. Yes, that's, that's, that's what's considered a renewable. Okay. Oh, that's part of it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's the part of it. It's, it is a renewable energy. It's, it's more sustainable energy in that okay. uh, we, we combine several uh, several practices so that we would come up with our own boiler. It's renewable because we have to feed the horses twice a day, and they are going to uh, do what's natural to have bowel movement. So instead of us Mm -hmm. just throwing that manure away, we utilize that. We come up with a purpose Mm -hmm. for that manure, and we utilize it. Now, after it's composted out, uh, because we, uh, we have a manure storage bunker, it doesn't get wet. Then and it's and it's on a eight inch pad of concrete. Then mm-hmm. what happens is the nutrients stay in it, and so therefore we can put it on our vegetable beds, we can put mm-hmm. it on our fields for our horses, and we have a natural fertilizer. Okay. Now they might not right. be able to do that. They have policies about doing handling manures and so forth in urban areas. So it has yeah. to be done a little a little bit different. Okay. But still, I'm pretty sure people, um, even like when we go to the farmer's markets and different things, people like to know how their farmers are, you know, you know, how they feed their cattle, how they grow their food, because that um, 
helps people make choices as to whether or not they want to buy, even in our local farmers. Like I'm in the Philadelphia area, and we have the um, Amish country is near us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're all farmers, and they come in the city to sell. So, you know, people are very much, especially these days, very much interested in how food is being grown. And as you stated, opportunities to um, grow, you know, various um to grow food differently and not be so dependent upon the processed food we find in the supermarkets. And I'd like to give a shout-out to the chat room. We've got several people in the chat room, and Prime O says he's loving this. <laughs> and I want to check the phone lines real quick. If anybody would like to ask any questions, all you need to do is press the number 1. If you press one, then I know you would like to ask a question. So we do have one question before we move on. Okay. Okay. okay caller from the two eight one. Hello. Okay, question I have. Can you hear me now? Yes. Hi. Introduce yourself. I am Rafael Coyle in the Houston area, Houston, Texas area. Yes. How are you, sir? <laughs> Pretty good. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I have a yes. question. I have a I have an attempted garden. Around here, that tries it, it tries for a while, and we try for a while, but we don't do as well as we could. Question I have is, um, how do you keep down weeds in gardens, and how do you keep like bugs from getting at tomatoes and some things like that that are really, really hard to grow without putting pesticides on them to keep the worms and stuff out? Well, as I said earlier, you really don't have to use pesticides. Uh, there are, there are uh, and and let, let me put it this way: there are organic pesticides that are not harmful to your health. Uh, you can you can contact us, you know. You can go to Facebook and and communicate with me at you know just Donovan Larkin, D O N O V A N, but the name that you see on the on the uh, information about the show here, and we can communicate to you and talk to you more specifically about what items you can use, like for tomatoes. I'm sure it's going to be a little bit different there than it is here in Ohio because your weather stays pretty warm, doesn't it? Uh, For the most part, yeah, we don't really get much in the way of real freezing. Seldom do we get that. And so we start planting around early February or no later than mid-February. But if we don't watch out, we got these worms that get into stuff, and they are really bad. I had one 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 point when I was growing some tomatoes and stuff. Every one of them had worms in them. These big old nasty black worms that were in all of them. And then I have a problem with these weed growth. Good 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 fertile ground can really grow some nice weeds too. Yeah, well, you know what you can do with your your weeds. You can get landscape fabric and. I'm not talking about what you what you buy at Lowe's or one of the box stores. Go to your greenhouse supplier and get some heavy-duty uh, landscape fabric and put that down. You put landscape fabric down and then cut holes where you want to put your plants. You won't have any weeds. Okay. And that's just that's just one remedy. Uh, another remedy for the bugs, have you ever heard of neem oil? No. Yeah, you can buy that at any of the box stores, neem oil. But if you Google neem oil and its uses, you'll find that these are some non-pest. These are plant-based items that will deal with most bugs. And I've got a pastor here that uh, handles bugs, and he puts neem oil and he puts uh, cayenne pepper, and he doesn't have any bug bites. So wow. again, you can always use uh, neem oil and and Dawn dishwashing liquid. And what happens is they taste it and they just can't stand it. Now okay. there are some bugs that maybe that won't deal with, but you can contact your extension office and they can probably give you some more details because I'm not familiar with the soils there in uh, in Houston, but Basically, a bug is a bug, and if you deal with it from his taste, he's not going to want it. If he doesn't like it, he's going to go away from it. Okay. Now, can you spell? Great. Can you spell neem oil for for us faster? 
It's K-N-E-E-M, neem oil. K-N-E-E-M? Yeah, I believe that's it. But if you if you go to Lowe's or someplace like that and ask them about neem oil, it's a very popular plant-based item where the bugs can't stand it. And, okay. you know, when you put Dawn dishwashing liquid, spray Dawn dishwashing liquid on some of those aphids and things like that, it just melts them. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah, that information. Yeah, tell us how you like it and uh, let us know how it works for you because there's all kind of other items out there, too. Uh, okay. Maybe before the show is over, I'll, I'll be able to find a publication. That, that's all they sell is organic pesticides. Okay. Well, that sounds really now, good. I appreciate the help. Yes. Now, um, Pastor Lorcan, Raphael, this is where we get the opportunity to network. Now, Raphael actually develops software, and he does um, or um, what type of software? Not organizational. What's it called, Raphael? Uh, well, this is the latest software I've developed is communication software. It communications enhancing software, so it helps you communicate within an office setting or business to business setting uh, quite a bit. Yeah, it, and it's just organized. So, like, we have a lot of different things going on and a lot of systems for, you know, it creates a software where people can kind of just take, they can report and then they can look in one place and find out everything that's going on. So especially when you have various shifts and different things, it just, you know, it's a way to help communicate using, um, you know, using a specialized software. So that's just, you know, for the industry or whatnot, it could be, you know, maybe could come up with a great uh, organizational tool, um, you know, time management tool and reporting tool for that industry. So that's just some thoughts, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really appreciate the help. All right. Well, I'm going. I see the chat area here. I'll list up. Uh, it's a it's a, ma- a organic magazine. I'll list the name of the magazine. You can look at it and have them send you a a catalog. Okay. Well, how do I find access to the chat room? Um. Just if you um. Are you? Did you just call in, or are you at the computer? If you're at the well, computer, I'm at the computer and, and I did call in, so I did both. Yes. Okay. Well, if you follow the link to the show, or just Google Digital Drummer, um, the Digital Drummer Master Grio. If you just search that at Blog Talk, you'll find the show, and at the bottom of the show, you'll see the chat room. Okay. All right. I'll see the okay. YouTube link. Uh, um, the link, it says, um, it's right up top. After it says what the time, then there's a link and the call-in number at the yeah. top of the description. Okay. Now, okay. I'm passing. Um, great. Someone else had a question. He said he loves the fact that hydroponics are being used. He wants to know, do you use any type of aeroponics at all? Uh, no, we don't. In fact, uh, we're not doing hydroponics. We do aquaponics. And aquaponics, there's, a, there's, okay. there's a distinct difference in that uh, hydroponics, they actually use a lot of uh, mineral enhancements where our all of our nutrients come from the recycling of the fish water. Okay. But we're not we're not using any aeroponics, and uh, you know I'm familiar with those systems. But no, we have a very successful ecosystem that we've developed just u- utilizing the fish and recirculating that water. Okay. And when, and when okay. you think think about it, it's it's uh, it's cost efficient. It's uh, very user friendly. Uh, sometimes we might have to increase the amount of uh, food we feed the fish. Uh, sometimes in some plant, they, it requires a higher pH or any of those mm-hmm. other areas, and so we have to maybe adjust our aeration, our our water quality, so that the plant and the fish all work. All right. Okay. So um, this really sounds exciting. So where? Um, on a scale of careers and in the future and opportunities, 
what opportunities lies, um, you know, for various people and what opportunities even lie as far as engaging technology. But um, definitely at first, you know, what opportunity lies as far as um, in the future where we're going with food and and our need for food and, you know, is this, you know, is this a growing industry and where do the opportunities lie for um you know, everything from careers, entrepreneurship. Um, I know you're talking about um, developing collectives for food distribution. Just share. Well, you know, the field is wide open. Uh, it just depends on how hard a person wants to work. You know, in the black culture, what we find is a lot of people don't want to grow food because it reminds them of slavery. And that's mm-hmm. that's asinine, if you ask me, because everybody's got to eat. And Jacqueline and the audience, it's really something when we have uh, young children and teenagers come to our facility and we ask them where their food came from and they say Kroger's or Walmart. Well, there's a whole lot that takes place before it gets mm-hmm. to Kroger's or Walmart. And yeah. so I used to be the president of what's called the Local Food Network, which was spawned out of Ohio State University. And we got together with a team of experts, and we put together a curriculum. And that curriculum was based on the DACOM process. And so there are nine areas between the time that Food is grown to the time it hits the grocery store, I should say to the time it hits your table. And those nine areas, those are really the areas where most of the money is made. So if you're talking about business development or entrepreneurship, I mean, you have, think about it, you have the farmer makes a minimum budget unless he is in a niche market. And what we say a niche market would would be if you grew spinach, and you provided that to the cruise liners. Now, that's a high-end okay. market. But mm-hmm. most people, most farmers don't make much money. Mm-hmm. So what happens is the farmer sells it, and then if it's got to go through processing. It's got to go through cleansing. It's got to go through packaging. It's got to go through shipping. And, and, the, and the whole process, the shipping makes most of the money. So what we're learning, what we're encouraging people to do is, number one, learn. And if you're in an urban area, you've got to find out what your zoning regulations are because in some zones, some urban markets, you can't grow chickens, but you Mm -hmm. can grow vegetables. Some some, uh, markets, you can't even grow vegetables. But you have to Mm -hmm. learn what you can do and then structure your system to where you can start growing. And by the way, you can grow food all year round because there are warm season crops and then there are cool season crops. So we, we grow without a heated greenhouse, but in our greenhouse we grow uh, things like Swiss chard and we grow kale all year round. It's Mm -hmm. harder to grow kale in the summer than in the winter because you don't have the bug. Okay. But we have here it is, we're in mid November now, we've got Swiss chart and we've got kale out there now. And it's flourishing. Yeah. And and let me say this, if you learn how to harvest kale and spinach, it'll keep growing back. We we have we have we have charted our kale growing back for two years. Okay. That means we didn't have to plant it again, but if you harvest the, the the outer plants, there's little plants in there, and they'll grow back. We're learning, you know, green onions. We're learning mm-hmm. that if you cut the green onion at the base, it'll grow back in two weeks. Wow. All right. Now, so um, I want to share all of our techies and all that are listening in. Now, it would be great to take and merge this, you know, to work with 
Pastor Larkins and the Shekinah Ranch to work with them and help growing some certain technology around it that will help these processes. So from apps to gaming, especially the gaming, I think would work great for you know teaching well, and and um, gamification. Period. Just teaching entrepreneurs because I know. Um, I just helped you, you know, submit a proposal about for other organizations, and I guess you want to share how you will, how you, um, Shekinah Ranch will also train organizations to put in their own um, agriculture model, correct? Yes, and, and we're really encouraging even aquaculture because anybody can grow fish there are cool, there there are warm water fish and there are cold water fish, and there you can even grow you know crabs and and there's a lobster species that is uh, that's permissible in some zones of the United States, and yes, we will help train you. Uh, the training process uh, would be a, a combination of on the ground there and coming here to our facility. And I'll guarantee you, uh, over a period of time, you it, it'll be a walk in the park for you. And, by the way, we help you develop business models so that you can turn this into capital, okay? And that's very important. All right. All right. Um, one more question, and then I want you to give out contact information. Um, we have a question about how do you manage plant disease? Um, Primo says his wife is a plant pathologist, and she wanted to know how do you manage um, um, disease, um, or do you um, deal with any plant disease? We don't deal with any plant disease. When we have some problems, normally we call extension. Uh, but to be honest with you, if, and I can't say 100%, we haven't had any plant disease over the years. You know, we mm-hmm. take care of our soil. That's very important. I'm a do- mm-hmm. I'm very dogmatic about the quality of our soil, taking care of our soil, not letting things in it. But as you know, as a plant pathologist, you know things are airborne. And mm-hmm. then we deal with the kind of chemicals that are being put on field crops and with the pollinators, they're going to go in and bring that stuff over. So it's yeah. kind of hard unless you have an enclosure, controlled uh, situation like a greenhouse or a screen house, so you can control a lot of that stuff. So it's kind of tough, and I don't have any background in that. Sorry. Okay. Is that helpful, Primo? <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, Pastor Larkins, if you could please give us the contact information if people want to follow up. Um, first, if organizations want to follow up, what should they do? They should call us. They should literally call us at 937-422-6029 and uh, leave a message. Uh, if And you, you'll want to talk to Lisa Williams and what we would like to do with you is set up a free consultation over the phone, and we love doing Google Hangouts or Skype so we can look at you and you can look at us. And in some cases, we do have educational programs that can be done over Google Hangouts with your organization. Those are pay-to-play programs, but they are available. Mm-hmm. And then you can uh, you can uh, contact me on Facebook at Donovan Larkin. Uh, simple as that, and and uh, we'd love to communicate with you and network as well. That's that's a powerful thing we can do today. Alrighty. Now, um, I also, would like to let everyone know that um, Shekinah Ranch at this time is also in the process of fundraising. So you do have the opportunity to donate, and if you contact them on Facebook, and there's also. Um, there's a, a a fan page for the ranch, correct? Yeah, there, yeah, the there link is, a is fan. in the description. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. Yeah, in the Facebook event on Urban Tech Fair, there's a link. I'll put that link into the um into the notes here. So, 
just learn um you can go there and find out how you can donate and how you can volunteer if you'd like to help raise funds it'll be they'll be they're working on raising funds um over the years but if you'd like to um volunteer and then also is it correct to if people are in because we do have a lot of people in Ohio area, but if they would like to um bring their youth out during the summer or something, how would they contact you and make those arrangements? Yeah, at that phone number, contact us and you'll you'll ask for Lisa and Lisa's uh you know we'll we'll actually set up a consultation because all of our programming is tailored. And so we would want to know what your goals and objectives are, whether it's with your school or whether it's with your church or whether it's another youth organization, and and, and we will tailor a special program for you. Uh, right okay. now we are in a very uh, assertive fundraising program because we, we, we have launched a program called Protecting Innocence, and Protecting Innocence yeah. is a safety awareness training to prevent child victimization, molestation, and pedophiles from having way to, to freely enter the life of your organization or the life of your family to keep them safe. Right mm-hmm. now, one in every six child is molested, and we can mm-hmm. stop that by through awareness and by put, uh, establishing ourselves with zero tolerance to say we're not going to be sympathetic to uh, sexual predators, we're going to advocate for our children. So we're saying zero tolerance to this stuff. And, you know, it's amazing because all of the, through the midterms, all of the politicians in every party, they had things to say about jobs and health and care and all that, but none of them said anything about stopping sexual predators from having access to our children. We want to see that change. Yes, yes. I'm amazed at how, I, you know, I'm just flabbergasted how that is ever, almost ever, very rarely, ever a subject. And, and, you know, it just amazes me. Even when Oprah did the movie um, Precious, and it was it was a it was actually based on a book. I read the book back in the '80s, and it was so much. She got so much backlash saying she was male bashing, this and this and that, even though it was just a true story. And like I said, I read the book in the 80s. I don't know exactly when everything happened, but I remember I read the story a long time ago. But um, after all that backlash, I was like, but where are the men standing up for the children? That was a problem well, with two adults was abusing a child. And where, you know, I had really, you know, it's starting to come and play now, but I had really ever hear cases where men say, I'm standing up. I'm not going to allow anyone to abuse my child. To me, that was more important than a white person co-producing or, or, or back in the film. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. There's sexual... Per- pedophile organizations in this country that have yeah. infiltrated every area and walk of life. Uh, many people don't know what they are, but you, you, you take an organization like NAMBLA. Uh, NAMBLA is an acronym for the National American Man-Boy Lovers Association. They are mm-hmm. a major pedophile network. They have a 501c3. They actually have a bulk mailing permit, and they send magazines through the mail teaching other pedophiles how to undermine the, 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 the awareness, how to undermine the safety consciousness of parents. So if they are going to be as bold and boisterous as they are, then we need to be strong and we need to be courageous and we need to be responsible to stand up and build barriers where they cannot penetrate and safeguard our children. And we say this, Jacqueline, and listening audience, we say every child has the right to grow up safe without being molested. And since we've launched this campaign, we meet so many people uh, as adults that say they were victimized as children. 
And really, the only reason why that's taking place is because of ignorance and negligence. Negligence on parents' part. Let me tell you, here's one of our safety principles. When your children lay down at night, now this is not the 1930s or 40s. Even it was taking place. This whole pedophile thing has a movement based upon the Alfred Kinsey studies back in the uh, early 1900s, okay? Uh, And that's where the government paid the Kinsey Institute, which is located in Indiana, to do sex studies on little infants and toddlers. It's it's outrageous. And we we can form a network and we can put a stop to it. And our fundraising yeah. efforts is so that we can actually expand the programming at Shekinah Ranch, build a retreat center, and have a place where we hold boot camps, safety awareness boot camps, and minister to families on a regular basis. And we 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 are a five hundred one c three, and we really uh, welcome your support. Yes, well, I I thank you for that because I just always amazed. I mean, I know people personally who, you know, bury their head in the sands and you see it happen from generation to generation. And I just, you know, and I'm just amazed how, you know, people won't say nothing. They dumbfound try to hush it under. You know, it gets out the secret that my dad is, my mom's uncle. You know, it's just, and right. it just goes on. and. And it's one thing if it happened, but, no, you know, if it happens, say something about it, don't allow it to happen again, but it keeps happening because everybody keeps trying to hide it. And it's it just people do need to speak up, and, and it just amazes me. You see one thing, hear some talk, and, and it will die in, in all kind of subjects and things. I mean, all, all the causes are relevant, but it just amazes me how the cause of human trafficking you know, child molestation and protecting our children, how that is just not on the top of the list of causes. So, but well, we're here to help th- make think, a difference. I think part of the reason, part of what we're dealing with is that sex seems to be a uh, a thing that causes, number one, either people are uncomfortable or either people are perverted themselves. Now, I don't mean to offend anybody, but I just want to be honest. You know, if you were, uh, you know, if if a person was victimized when they were a child, well, there's shame that follows them. Yeah. You know, and we don't want to exploit their pain. We really don't. Mm -hmm. But think about all the children if a person will victimize somebody, they're going to victimize again and again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And at some point in time, we need to say no and stop that again from ever happening. Yes. And then you have uh, on, on our, you know, entertainment networks, television and so forth. Oh, yeah. Every, Music every industry. It's so sex, much of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to be acceptable. And m- most people won't know this, Jacqueline, but 21 states out of the United States has legalized sex with animals. Oh, gosh, yeah. So where does it And go, how young, even in fashion, the fashion is becoming too over-sexualized and way too young. You know, that was, I mean, that's been happening for the past 20 or so years, highly sexualized clothing for, you know, what they call the juniors and the preteens. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is just, it's all around in order to desensitize us. That's correct. You know, That's from correct. that. And so, um, yeah, I'm into it. You know, I know I'm into it. But um, so hopefully we're hearing, and again, these are opportunities where we get to partner. This is like what's so important about the urban tech fair and the show. When we say we're community, community ends in UNITY. It's for us to come together and leverage our skills in order to uplift our community. So those that are super techie, 
um, you know, if you're looking and you're going to hacks and things, if you're looking for a problem to solve, here's some opportunities. These are different opportunities. And I know a lot of young people, um, they're, in their hacks, they're creating, the young people are creating these safety awareness things, how to be safe, how to navigate gangs, you know, you know what different things the young people are coming up with it. So it is great when we share these conversations, have these conversations, share the wisdom, and then, um a lot of people are turning, you know, this into tech conversations and, and apps and games and things like that. So it's a great opportunity for us to come together, and I think we all really need to learn about food and growing our food. You know, everybody knows Jackie's the wellness person here. So, but, but this has been a great conversation. We have so many people so excited. The lines have been full. So we have um, a few more minutes left, everyone. Again, if you'd like to ask a question, you have to press the number 1. If you need to call in, that number is 646-716-7994. Again, that call-in number is 646-716-7994. So, um, Pastor Larkins, do you have any other words for us? Well, I would I would love to talk to someone in the tech world that would to help us develop a system where number one we can create a database with young people and we can send them a a tech once a day because the awareness starts with uh, I mean the protection and prevention starts with awareness and something matter of getting a message to somebody on a regular basis. And it's already been proven that, you know, in urban communities, the Amber Alerts are not that effective. However, Amber Alert is after the fact. We want to major on prevention. And if some of this technology that's out there that we know nothing about, if we could have somebody step up to the plate then we could start developing some things for the future so that we can put an end to some of this corruption. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. So we heard that call to action. So for our tech community, you know, and that's something that's great, you know, as far as a um, a hack. And we have people here with Yes We Code, a lot of our um, people. We have um, Dina Perot. She has um, a youth tech group. We have Yes We Code. We have Lazon Gray. He has a youth tech group where they teach how to code. We um, So many of you guys, and you, and you have, um, Dina has her conferences, BDPA. Um, they just bring this up as a possible topic and a challenge for the young people. Um, to be, you know, to, to create, um, and that some things have been done with this, but to create, a, you know, an alternate um, Amber Alert system. I, I think a young person has come up with a, another type of system, but something where we do awareness and, um, you know, in the effort of prevention and not necessarily after the fact. So, you know, the call to action is here, so we'll put it out. We do have many people, and we love to hear your feedback and input. And then also, and anyone want to work with, um, you know, developing some programming around, you know, the agriculture and aquaculture and renewable energy around gaming. It would be amazing what our young people and new levels they could come to. And, you know, that's all STEM. You know, you got your science, your um, engineering, you're doing math and technology. All of that is incorporated just in this um the agriculture and it and it's farming, so it incorporates all levels of STEM. So that would be like a great engaging program. Let so, me, if um, I could, invite. Mm-hmm. Let me, if I could, invite all your listeners to go to Protecting Innocence Facebook and sign up. I mean, uh, that is an area where. Uh, you know, you can go right on. You can Google. If you Google uh, Protecting Innocence Facebook, we're going to be the only ones that come up. 
uh, and then that way we can gather all of you who are interested in the, this area, uh, as well as, uh, you can again, you can go to Donovan Larkin's Facebook, and we can chat and talk about culture. But just think about how great this particular opportunity is. If we have a if we have 5,000, 10,000, I don't know how many listeners are there, but if you had 100, just 100 people, 150 people that say, I'll send $1,000, you might say, but you might have 100,000 people that say, I can send $10. You know what? That would, that would meet most of what's needed to, to build that, uh, that re- retreat center. So this coming summer, people from all over the country will come for our safety awareness boot camps. I just want to encourage you, uh, and we welcome all support. Okay. All right. It's there. I put the link in the chat room. It's facebook.com forward slash protecting innocence. So that's facebook.com forward slash protecting innocence. I really thank you for the opportunity to have us on to share. Yes, that's what we hear. The Urban Tech Fair is here to showcase, you know, that um, the talent, innovation, and resources that exist in our own backyard. We don't have to look outside of ourselves. We already have what we need, and you just would be amazed. So um, we are a great and wonderful, diverse group of people. And, you know, every show, and we're starting to go into our third year in 2015, and every show is someone dynamic and, I mean, awesome, and it never fails. So we thank you, Pastor Larkins, for sharing with us. You know, um, there are a lot of interested people, and that is a big trend in the tech world. Um, The jobs now, um, these startups, Food and how you eat is such big. They only do organic foods. They do not do any processed food. This um, organic food, green food, green movement is direct in line with the startup and tech world. So, I mean, it's a great partnership, great experience, and we thank you so much. Again, everyone, just support. Um, Make sure you go to Facebook.com. We have, um, you can, um, Protecting Innocence, go there, like, and we're going to make sure that um, soon, within a week or so, there will be a sign-up form so that you can get on a mailing list. And then also, if you just look up Shekinah Ranch Youth Development, um, and we'll, I will help you as well um, customize that name for the Shekinah Ranch page, but you can just go to Shekinah Ranch. If you look for Shekinah Ranch Youth Development and like that page, uh, and the links will also be on a Facebook event. There will also be an event posted on Google+, and the chat, everything from the chat sessions will be in there. So if you're feeling like, oh, I'm trying to keep up with all of these links, don't worry. Just go to the Urban Tech Fair on Facebook, look up the event, you'll see the chat. Um, session. You'll see it um, on our group, Urban Tech Fair group on Facebook. You'll see it on the Urban Tech Fair um, fan page. You'll see it on the Urban Tech Fair um, page on Google Plus, and also we'll put the chat session in the LinkedIn group. So you should be able to track it from anywhere. So um, Reverend Larkins, what we tell everyone is we have you have thirty seconds in the whole world listening. What would you have us to know? Get involved. Be proactive. Nothing changes with contemplation. It takes action and it takes consistent application. And you'll have the time of your life knowing that you went to bed and something that you did and something that you gave made a difference in somebody's life and protected a child from getting victimized. And God bless you. All righty. Thank you so much. And everyone, have a great week. And don't forget to visit us at www.urbantechfair.org. Make sure you click join and get on the list. Peace.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.